Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows, pause and rewind live TV, even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $24.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. Cancel the cable, cut costs, and get more. Call now, 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101. You know our show. It's where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Bruce McGowan, longtime sports radio personality. And today's show is going to be really special because who are we welcoming back? Well, we're welcoming back Vernon Glenn, sportscaster, uh, television sportscaster in San Francisco. And we're going to talk exclusively about the Colin Kaepernick situation, which uh, has been creating kind of a firestorm around the country, but especially here in the Bay Area. But I think anybody who ha- who doesn't know about what's going on has either had their head in the sand or they're just not paying attention. Yeah, they've always accused me of living in a cave, So, that, but I know about this one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. At each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question where we're giving away vacations to the first email with the correct answer. Those vacations are not sponsored by the radio station, but by Lighthouse Resort and Marina. And the vacations are free. Their only request is a $100 cleaning fee to cover the housekeeping expenses. Check them out at lighthouseresortandmarina.com. They get a lot of people from around the country visiting them, you know, RVs and campers oh, yeah. and NASCAR people. It's a nice way that. of kind of not getting into the camping, but sort of a luxury camping, I guess you yeah, could say. Yeah, because they also have cabins there, yeah, too. Yeah. So that's kind of nice. Yeah. And also, we have paintball. Uh, you know, paintball. I've, never, I've never tried that before. It's but fun. I, it's the I, closest thing to war without... War, but you're not going to hurt your. Oh, you can get hurt. Really? Oh yeah, unless you wear like really thick padding. Okay. Oh yeah, I I came away with a lot of welts one time, but I I had a. It was very hot and sticky. Okay. I had about one gazillionth of a percent of what the guys in Vietnam went through. (laughs) I really felt like I was in, you know. I hope so. Ho Chi Minh or wherever. I know a couple of those guys, and they did not have a good time over there. No, No. I I, I can't imagine. All right. This segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, providing mortgage investments that are currently yielding over 8% secured by Bay Area real estate. That would be the San Francisco Bay Area. And it doesn't get any more conservative than that. you got to check them out at pacificprivatemoney.com. Today's trivia theme is going to be baseball. We like doing that. And also, oh, yeah. yeah, we want to talk a little bit about Tim Tebow, too. Uh, uh, we'll talk to Vern about uh, him as sure. well as the Colin Kaepernick situation. Gotcha. So don't go anywhere. When we come back, we're going to have our friend Vernon Glenn on. Uh, Sports Econ 101. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back.
This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Invest in some fun this season with this deal from Paintball Tickets. With the largest network of paintball fields in North America, Paintball Tickets is committed to bringing you high-intensity fun for a fraction of the cost. With the purchase of your paintball tickets, you'll receive free admission and equipment rentals to some of the most played-at paintball parks nationwide. And by partnering up with like-minded, safety-conscious paintball fields in thriving markets across the nation, we've ensured there's always a field close to home. These tickets, which can be purchased in bulk, are designed to fit the needs of every skill level, from casual observers to weekend warriors. This adrenaline-inducing sport is perfect for birthday parties, corporate team building, or a casual outing with friends. Make the right choice for your wallet. Get in on the fastest-growing action sport with this deal from Paintball Tickets by going to sportsecon101.com and clicking on the Play Paintball button. Pedro Fernandez here. You might know me as the host of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, but this time I'm here to talk about that four-letter word everybody dreads, pain. If you have back pain or knee pain like I do, hey, you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. I'm talking about if Medicare is your primary medical insurance, and guess what? You can qualify for a back or knee brace or a shoulder brace for little or no charge. Anything to help me with the pain, hey, makes it more manageable, gets my attention, folks. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for your back, ankle, knee, or shoulder, guess what? Give the Health Alert Hotline a call toll-free, 1-800-428-1570. 1-800-428-1570. You can qualify for a back or knee brace or a shoulder brace for little or no charge. 1-800-428-1570. The Health Alert Hotline, 1-800-428-1570. Want to stay in touch with your favorite Sports Byline USA network hosts? Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Sports Byline USA. You can also see the latest news in the world of sports, learn about upcoming contests and giveaways, plus catch up on guest info so you never miss a moment with the biggest names in every sport. Football, basketball, baseball, MMA, and more. No matter where you are in the U.S. or around the world, you can stay connected to the host and fans who love what you love. So check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Sports Byline USA. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Bruce, who's on our phone? Yeah, we got Vernon Glenn on the phone from uh, uh, KPIX Television 5 in San Francisco. And, and, of course, we've all been paying attention, Vernon, to the Colin Kaepernick situation. And for those that don't know Colin, of course, uh, speaking out about, um, you know, the uh, shooting deaths of African Americans by the police and how that prompted him to sit down during the national anthem uh, the other night during a preseason game. Nobody probably would have noticed it had he not brought it up. And, and you were there when he spoke for about 15 minutes uh, with reporters. And Colin is not the most, uh, hasn't been the most forthright or talkative guy with the media uh, during his playing days. But, boy, he, um, he really got into great detail and depth. And tell us, Vernon, your, your impression of this young man, because he's 28 years old. He's kind of at the crossroads of his career. And, obviously, he feels very passionate about this uh, this issue. 
Well, uh, I've never seen him so impassioned about a subject ever since he's been in a 49er uniform. And I, I, I have, I have so many, I have so many thoughts about this, this whole thing. So, 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 so stop me if I, if I continue to go on a. Uh, it's uh, okay. Ralph Barbieri. <laughs> no, no, no. We should mention this, too, that Vernon is African-American. I mention that only because I've said this before, maybe on this show, I've said it to friends. If you are one race or another, you can't imagine what it's like to put yourselves in the shoes of somebody who is of a different race because it's a different American experience. Or even religion. That's true. You're, yeah. you're born unless you convert, but even yeah. then it's not the same. Very, very good point. I mean, no, no one... No one not of color can tell people of color how they're supposed to feel. And, that, and, that, and that, 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 that's first and foremost. But, but, back, to, but back to Kaepernick, I, 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 I'm totally on board for what he is trying to say. I, 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 as, as one who has grown up, been spat on, been called the N-word, have, 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 have seen the violence in the streets, I've seen people of color being, being being dropped by law enforcement. I I, I I understand his frustrations. I understand the fact that he has had and has seen enough. What he should have done, because I, I was 21. I, I was in my 20s. I thought I was bulletproof, and I thought I had all the answers. But what he should have done, and if somebody's been advising him, he's been really getting bad information or bad advice. What he should have done, if he was this impassioned about it, he should have sounded off at his locker long before the first preseason game. Yeah. If you, if you, yep. if you, want, if, if, if you want to peel back the onion and shed a spotlight on something as sensitive as this, that's the way to do it. I totally now, agree. He, sat, he, he yeah. sat up the first game. He sat up the second game. Nobody saw it. Nobody cared. He sat, up the, he sat down during the National Anthem for the third game, and it was Steve Weish from NFL Network who noticed it and approached him and asked him about it right after the game. Only then did Kaepernick start sounding off about why he did it. My problem from a media standpoint is I have only seen the soundbite aired over and over and over again about his intention to continue to sit during the national anthem. I haven't seen one soundbite as to why he did it. I didn't see the soundbite talking about how he's in support of the military and how he has friends and family who are part of the military, how he has friends and family part of law enforcement. He, he went on for 18 minutes at a Q&A last Sunday talking about these. And, and, and he was wrong on certain points because sometimes when you just go on this, on this tangent, sometimes you get, you get the facts kind of messed up. When it, and I'm talking about when he was talking about how uh, you don't have, the same, have to have the same education a cop as as you do as a cosmetologist. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that, yeah, that that he, he was wrong there. He should have just stuck to the fact that I'm doing this because I have lost faith in the American system with respect to the racial and social injustice. That's all he needed to say, and just and just and just and just, and just keep it at that. Had he done that, he might have had a puncher's chance at, at, at getting through this. But he didn't, and he chose to. To, to to sit during the national anthem, you just you just don't sit during the national. You, you, you don't do it. Mm. But history shows this has been going on beyond my father, my father's father, and long before <laughs> that. I mean, this, this this injustice 
has 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 been done for years. You go to my you go to my people, and you got to go back six thousand years. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and I'll and I'll be dead and gone, and it still it yeah. still won't be an even playing field. And and, and I'm convinced of that. I got to ask but, you though, Vernon, relating to this. We know that the NFL is about 72% African-American, the players. What is, have you had a chance to talk to any of the 49ers, or has anybody spoken out in support or been negative? I'm talking about the African-American players and the, and the, uh, the Caucasian players. Yeah, we went, we went to Navarro Bowman. We went to Bruce Miller. We went to Tory Smith. We went to all of those guys. Boom, 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 right down the line. He said they, they, they had a team meeting that morning. Kaepernick addressed the team because there were some players that didn't really get where he was coming from, but once he explained it, then they got it. So they're in support support of of Kaepernick and what he did. What they themselves had chosen to sit during the national anthem, most of them said no, that they would not. Okay, i got to go back to what... But but in subsequent days, let me get this in, in subsequent days, Kaepernick has drawn support from from people in the military and from other players in the NFL in support of what he did. Mm. Okay, well, i got to ask one quick question to Bruce. Okay, so in the same sentence, you said African-American and you said Caucasian. Mm. How come you don't say European-American? I don't know. I, you know, I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I, I guess you could say black, you could say I white, so. you I, could say African. So it's a, the simple way to do it is, yeah. is, is, is people of color and people not. There you go. Well, that's, that's Okay, yeah. that's simple. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you want to get real technical about it, everybody is got a different color, color so, that's but true. I, I think it's because for years uh white people and still today we are and i say we because i am a caucasian person are still in the majority and again i don't want to get off on a yeah, social but, tangent but, about but, this well, but, hold on though yeah, yeah. because when i was growing up there were only two of us jewish kids and the <laughs> and i'm saying you know it's kind of funny except yeah. that it's not when you really get anti-semitic and literally we were uh, some put ostracized, but right. but there we were excluded. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of things that they this didn't invite the Jewish kids. Yeah, to. I never understood any of that yeah. stuff. I never understood. But, I, but it, I, yeah. I will I will raise this question in corporate America. For the most part, what color are those that run the system? White, yeah, and Jewish. Exactly. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, I mean, you just you just can't beat the system, and and and. And this is and this is why, and this is why I think it may be the short run, it may be the long run. This is why the Forty Nineers they just cannot keep him. Yeah, yeah. we're we're in and and, and and in the history yeah. of corporate America, what happens? I don't care how valuable the employee is, but what happens when you have a problem with an employee? Bingo! There you They're see. Gone. To me, that that's They're the biggest gone. thing. That's the biggest thing. And and and, yeah. and 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 there's and there's all kinds of legal ways to do it, but the simple in, in football terms, the simplest way to cut him is to do this. Chip Kelly, yeah. he laid the groundwork the other day. He said, Blaine Gabbard has had 43 snaps. He said, Colin Kaepernick has had 13 snaps. And he has not seen enough to properly evaluate Kaepernick. So what happens in game four against San Diego? He gets us 30-plus snaps. So the Niners can come out and go, away. Well, 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 he had just as many snaps as Blaine Gabbard. Hey, and for football reasons, and we're just going to have to let him go because it was ineffective. You now, think the, you think the Niners really want now? Now, now, now let's say, okay. let's say for the sake of argument, he lights it up. Mm-hmm. And it, well, the, the answer to that would be, well, yeah, he, he lit it up, but it was against the twos and the threes and guys that aren't going to make the charge. Sure, sure. Gotcha. Right, do you he doesn't think the, light it up? It's like, well, he, he couldn't move the offense. 
Okay, guys, you know what? Okay. We're, we're going to cut yeah. to a break. When we come back, we got a lot more to talk about this. But he can't win. Yeah, you're right. Can't it's, win. it's a lose lose situation. Yeah, we're we're going to talk yeah. more about this and uh, also the business sure. aspect of this. Yeah. Okay, yeah. here's our first baseball trivia question Who was the first player to win a Rookie of the Year award and then later take a team as a manager? to a World Series title? That's wow. our question. Ooh. The first email with the correct answer wins a free three-day, two-night stay at the Lighthouse Resort. Email edward at sportsecon101.com the answer to that question. All right? So, Who the, was the, the, so the guy was Rookie of the Year. He was the Rookie of the Year. And, and, then, then, and then he led a team to the World Series. Correct. <laughs> there you go. You, you wow. made it. You, you said it very succinctly. Yeah. I like that. All right, so don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101 will be right back. We're going to talk more about this Colin Kaepernick situation. Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall & Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall & Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall & Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall & Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800-480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. This family is at home, but they won't be answering the door. They know that the pounding on the door is a process server from the court waiting to hand them foreclosure documents. So instead of enjoying the home they worked so hard to afford, they sit hiding in the dark. Mom, what was that? But it doesn't have to be this way. This family can save their home, but they must act fast. Call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions at 800-274-7312. If you're being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, missed a payment on your mortgage, been a victim of a predatory loan, or are upside down on your home, it's critical that you call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions now. 800-274-7312. Allied State Foreclosure Solutions has an attorney in your area that will meet and speak with you. You can stop the foreclosure process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit, but you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. 
Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brand, your host, along with Bruce McGowan, and we have our favorite guest on the phone, who used to be co-host with us. That's right. Vern Glenn. And no, we didn't fire him. <laughs> he was awesome. He just had so much, too much work outside of here. He That's right. Couldn't, <laughs> That's couldn't make the commitment to us. I can understand that. Okay, here's the, here was the trivia question. Who was the first player to win the Rookie of the Year award and then later take a team as a manager to a World Series title? Wow. Uh, Vernon, you want to give that a shot? I'm, I'm still Man, I, 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 I don't know. Bruce, go ahead. Well, I know that Bill – this is going way back. Bill Terry was, was a manager of the Giants, and I don't think he was Rookie of the Year, but I think he was MVP. But I don't think – I don't think the Rookie of the Year award was, was really handed out until the 1950s. No, no, no. Uh, remember, Rookie of the Year, uh, Jackie Robinson was the first. So not late 1940s, so yeah. 47. And it wasn't obviously Jackie Robinson because no. he okay, never so was Okay, so who, who won 1948 Rookie of the Year? Oh, Alvin Dark. Alvin Dark. And then he took Who the let, uh, A's. Dark. And then he took the A's. And he took the Giants to the World Series also in 62. Took the yeah, A's I mean, to the championship and win it all in 74. How about that? Exactly. And speaking of Al, it's interesting. Alvin Dark, there's a name. And Alvin Dark was from Alabama. And he had a real problem uh, with, with race because during the 60s, he made some comments about Giant players at the time, they had Willie McCovey, Willie Mays. They had uh, Latino players, Orlando Cepeda, Juan Marichal. And he got in some trouble for that. And uh, it's not not unlike, in some respects, what Colin Kaepernick is going through today because he raised a, an issue that is very uh, polarizing in this country right now. And it's it's been around for a long time, as we know, as Vernon was saying. And So, Vernon, uh, you know, you were talking a little bit about your own experience. I, I'd like to ask Vernon of his, of his own experience. Yeah. You know, what, tell us. As a young kid growing up, because you grew up in the East Coast in the Baltimore area, and I know that you know you you managed to matriculate through high school, through college, get into the broadcasting industry. But um, you know you had your little experiences with racism. You saw it firsthand. What what's your experience like? Well, I mean, it, it, it wasn't easy. It's not easy for any black kid, especially when you grow up in in the South like I did. I grew up in Virginia. And then imagine what, uh, from ages eight to thirteen, we lived in Alabama. Ooh. And uh, and 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 I can remember vivid. I can remember like yesterday. I was I was I was riding my bike home, and the hill was too steep, and I was too tired. I got off my bike and I was walking my bike up the hill, and and a bunch of yahoos came by in a truck, and as we were coming by, they all hocked a Louie and just 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 spit, just 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 right on me mm. as as they as they drove on by. But that's. But that's just kind of the way. That's that's kind of the way it was. You you knew your place. You knew to you knew you knew to stay away. The uh, the the N word was just common English language, and uh, and 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 at the time the the, the governor of Alabama was George Wallace. Oh, oh. oh yeah, George Wallace. Who, by the way, we should mention in 1968 garnered about 20 to 25 percent of the vote for president of the United States. And then someone shot him. Or not? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Put him in a wheelchair. And that was before he was shot. Yeah, that was well before he was shot, about four yeah. years before he was yeah. shot. Well, this whole thing, you know, it's interesting. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Continue. Well, it's just, it, it, it's just, I mean, you could just go on and on about about, about the about the injustice in, in, in this country. I mean, I, when, when when little Betsy Ross was in it, sitting in her chair stitching the uh, the American flag, uh, did, do you think she had black people in mind? No. No. Francis Scott Key? Wrote the national anthem. Do you think he had black people in mind? No, and Should, it's just—it's just, 
it's the world we live in. Yeah. Yep. Don't don't forget, but there were a lot of clubs that didn't allow Jewish country. people until the seventies. <laughs> I, mean, I, I can't let that go. You know, well, it's interesting. You bring up Francis Scott Key, not to get off on an obscure tangent about that. That's a that's memorializes a battle that nobody remembers in a war that nobody cares about. And it's uh, it's interesting. There are some references in the other verses. By the way, uh, it's uh, 1812 is what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, the War of 1812, <laughs> which I don't think most Americans even know. You they don't know, know who you're fighting. Yeah, well, we were fighting the British. Who were again. Trying, yeah, again, <laughs> who actually invaded Washington and, and burned the White House. But that, be as that as it may, one of the, I think it was the third stanza of the National Anthem, uh, Francis Scott Key referred to slaves in a very disparaging manner, in the words, uh, you know, in the in the in the verse. Wait a minute, hold on. Yeah, and, yeah, and it never gets talked about. Yeah, it never gets talked Wait a about. What's the, what's the, what well, it, I don't have it right here I in front of me. Have to sing the whole. Start yeah. singing it. Well, I, oh. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know the other standards. Okay. I don't think too many Americans <laughs> do. I, I thought what Harry Edwards said, Doctor Harry Edwards, who has been behind a lot of the uh, social change among. African-American athletes, and he's a longtime sociology professor at the University of California in Berkeley. He was the guy that, um, a, former, a former track star himself, came out of rural St. Louis in the 1940s and 50s, which was really, uh, you know... South. <laughs> yeah, really the <laughs> South. And he um, inspired the, the black-fisted uh, protest by Tommy, Car- uh, Tommy Smith and John Carlos at the 1968 uh, summer games where they stood on the stand and you know bowed their heads and thrust their fists upward after getting the uh, the medals you know during the medal ceremony and, and Harry is quoted here he says we must all consider that black parents are having the conversation with their sons and daughters about what to do when stopped by a cop the sons and daughters at the same time of cops are having the conversations with their parent every day when they walk out of the house wearing that badge. So and and he also pointed out while we are all voicing our opinions on police killings, we must be no less vocal on the madness of killing police. So he well Good he for him. well well he agrees with what Kaepernick is saying in 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 his heart. He says mm-hmm. I support Cap stating his opinions, but the method he has chosen uh, towards those ends and his willingness to face the consequences for doing so, um, I now have to say all my life I've abhorred. Uh, silence. This is Harry Edwards mm-hmm. speaking yeah. in the face of injustice. But he also says that uh, Kaepernick is breaking his own silence, standing up and declaring silence on racial injustice. No, not so long as I have this platform and anything to say about it. Well, again, so, uh, the whole to me, I look at it, and I go, more people are going to watch the national anthem now than the game. <laughs> you know, just to see if he's going to stand yeah. or sit or what the reaction is going to be. Yeah. And as Vernon was saying before we went to break. You know, this is a. I know it's. I know it's football. It's sports, but it's a business. That's his job. All right. You wouldn't have all these employees at a regular, like you said, corporate America doing right. those sort of things. You sure. know, if you want to do it on your own free time, absolutely. I mean, look at the even when they're they they, they don't even let them wear certain cleats. But here's or, here's you know, the deal. He's a representative of the of corporate America and the Forty ers But where is he going to say it? You but know, in well, a pri- well, private no, conversation. I, no, when they interview him, like how how'd you like the game? Well, you know, you know, well, I, I passed, uh, you know, uh, for a lot of yards today. But I, you know, I also want to talk about such as. I mean, sometimes they cut him off, but you know, the thing that's a little frustrating is that there's a conduct, right? You, you know, it's when when these athletes go and they beat their wives, they get suspended or fined, right? That has nothing to do with football, but yeah. they do it. Right. Well, here he's doing something that has nothing to do with football, and yet. It, he doesn't get suspended or whatever because I mean, it, it's a it's a code of conduct issue. I, you know, again, but, I, wait, but suspended for what? Well, for 
for I mean, I'm not saying that he needs to be suspended for not standing well, up, but, well, but for what? It's suspended for what? Well, for not standing for not standing up, right? I mean, it's, it's where's where, where, where's the where's the rule? Yeah. No, I'm saying it's a code of it's it's like well, it, where's the code of conduct that thou yeah. shall not beat your wife? Now, I'm not but saying I, I'm not I, condoning you can't it. Make, you can't make a comparison. We're talking about well, you I mean, know. I mean, what, 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 what is actual? One is battery. Yeah, one is I mean, an actual well, crime. I, I know. I mean, obviously, other, I'm the, making an extreme. Yeah. you know, case. It, it but, is. A, you're taking okay, the devil's okay, advocate. Okay, hold position. on, hold on. Yeah. What, what about where where the the uniform? Right. right. There's certain things that you wear, a certain thing you put, you know, a certain uh, – there, wasn't there somebody who wanted to honor uh, an, an athlete? Uh, something happened. He wrote a number on his cleats or something, and, boy, he gets fined for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, why does he I, get fined for that? Again, we're talking about somebody's right. The, the First Amendment in the Constitution talks about the right of free speech, and this is all the guy is doing. And, and because it's – here's another thing that really bothers me, this whole thing about playing the national anthem. Now, I know it's going to tick off a lot of people for me to say that. But a lot of fans don't realize this. The national anthem was never played before sporting events prior to the 1930s or 40s, um, probably because we Good weren't such a preeminent power and we hadn't been through a war. And we, but, you know, I, yeah. I, I find it, to be honest with you, I'm a, I'm a patriot. Yeah. I've studied American history. I appreciate the opportunities that I've had in this country. And, and I love America. But basically, but, why do they play it, though? But, but, you know, it's just, <laughs> why do we have to hear this song Every sink to prove our patriotism. Now, that's I mean, a good point. G- that's Gabby, a very good point. D- Gabby Douglas got up. You know the great uh, gymnast who what what four four gold medals and a yeah. silver. She didn't place her hand over her heart in Brazil. Oh, and, she, and she got killed over. Yeah, it, it was absurd. Absolute, yeah. Absolutely absurd. Yep. It's this xenophobic attitude that's oh, taken over a lot of America. You know, promoted by people. I'm not even going to mention their names that we all know about who are on the radio and on television. That have just, You're not talking about me. <laughs> I'm talking about you know some people that uh, that I find deplorable because they they talk about oh I'm a I'm just being a responsible broadcaster but and then and then you say something like well what are you what are you saying such outrageous things for well I'm an entertainer I'm trying to get ratings yeah. you know well did, what was it uh, can't have it both uh, remember ways. the guys who burned the flag and was it Rick Monday who went out in the yeah, field yeah that's that's true now, you know again I mean that. <laughs> I, I agree. I got, a, I, got a, I got another question. Sure. If 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 it hadn't been the most polarizing player on the team, we'd be raising this much static. No, uh, good point. If, yeah, that's if, a very good point. If, if 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 wide receiver DeAndre White had sat, would we would we care? No, because his last and name is White. What about what, what about Sean Drone, the running back? Yeah. What about Tank Carradine? Would, would, would we really really? I mean, would we would we care? No, that's that's a good point. Well, that's I don't know. Point. You know, Vernon, people outside of San Francisco, you know, they know who Kaepernick is if you're an NFL fan. But maybe, you know, you bring but, this topic up. And but it, he's it, a quarterback. Yeah. That, you but, know, even if you don't know him that well, he's a quarterback. Hey, guys, we're yeah. going to cut to another break gotcha. here. Okay. So here's our second baseball trivia question. Who was the MVP of the 1960 World Series between the Pirates and the Yankees? Oh, I got that one. The first email with the correct answer wins a free three-day, two-night stay at the Lighthouse Resort. Email edward at sportsecon101.com the answer to this question. Who was the MVP of the 1960 World Series between the Pirates and the Yankees? I think I got that You think you you know that one. You probably do. Don't Vern, you probably know it too, but you can't answer it. Of course, this is before your time. Vern's too young to remember that. I know. You you weren't. Well, I was born in 1960. Yeah, you guys are about the same age. I've got about 10 years on both of you guys. Yeah, that's true. No, You mean it it wasn't Willie Stargell? Exactly. And it wasn't Hannes Wagner. All right. Stay with us. Sports Econ 101. I'll be right back.
How would you like to earn over 8% per year in your investment portfolio in a conservative investment that has been considered one of the best-kept secrets in investing? At Pacific Private Money, we are actually paying over 8%. Imagine what a mutual fund of low loan-to-value mortgages would look like. Well, that is very similar to what participating in the Pacific Private Money Fund is like because we own many loans in the fund that are actually less than 60% loan-to-value. It would be extremely difficult to find an investment that yields over 8% with this much collateral. We pay you monthly. Can you imagine earning more in one month than most banks are paying in one year? Of course you have questions about how we can deliver this. So call Pacific Private Money at 415-883-2150 and we will answer all of your questions. You can also visit us at pacificmoneyfund.com. This is Carrie Cooper for Guitar Center's Focus on Rock. Shop for the greatest selection of music here on earth at guitarcenter.com. The mighty Fender Telecaster, though used to devastating effect by numerous guitarists, there are a handful of rock heavyweights that have thoroughly rinsed the full potential of this venerable model over the decades. Muddy Waters, Keith Richards, Jimmy Page, Bruce Springsteen, Dave Gilmore, Mark Knopfler and George Harrison to mention a few. For the full Telecaster story, join me over at Focus on Rock. It's time to do what you love, and Guitar Center can help at the Labor Day Savings Event with up to 30% off guitars, amps, drums, keys, DJ, and more. Get a Martin Dreadnought or Auditorium Acoustic Electric Guitar, your choice, just $449. Select Martin Acoustic Strings, buy one pack and get one for a penny, or 20% off all Williams Digital Pianos. And don't forget to grab your copy of The List in-store with deals on major brands too low to advertise. Summer may end, but your music doesn't have to. Guitar Center's Labor Day Savings Event, going on now, in-store and online. Invest in some fun this season with this deal from Paintball Tickets. With the largest network of paintball fields in North America, Paintball Tickets is committed to bringing you high-intensity fun for a fraction of the cost. With the purchase of your paintball tickets, you'll receive free admission and equipment rentals to some of the most played-at paintball parks nationwide. And by partnering up with like-minded, safety-conscious paintball fields in thriving markets across the nation, we've ensured there's always a field close to home. These tickets, which can be purchased in bulk, are designed to fit the needs of every skill level, from casual observers to weekend warriors. This adrenaline-inducing sport is perfect for birthday parties, corporate team building, or a casual outing with friends. Make the right choice for your wallet. Get in on the fastest-growing action sport with this deal from Paintball Tickets by going to sportsecon101.com and clicking on the Play Paintball button. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. And here was our second trivia question. Who was the MVP of the 1960 World Series between the Pirates and the Yankees? Well, I know Dick Grote of the Pirates was the MVP of the season. He was the shortstop. And I think Bill and Bill Mazeroski hit the game-winning homer in the seventh game. I remember watching that. I was eight years old. I'm going to say Mazeroski, but it's probably somebody else. It's probably not Grote. I, I, was, I was going Mazeroski, too. No. It's not Grote. It's not Mazeroski because Grote was the MVP of the regular season. It's got to be somebody like Vernon Law or Elroy Bobby Fitch. Richardson. Oh, that's right, on the losing team. Yeah. That's right, because he drove in uh, six runs in that uh, with a grand slam and a two-run homer. It's funny, because Bobby Richardson was never a, a big home run hitter either, but he hit a grand slam. And the uh, the Yankees won th- three of the seven games, and they blew them out. 10 nothing, 12 nothing, 16 3 And the Pirates won four games, like 5-2, 3-2, 10-9, 
Seven six. That was the craziest World Series. Well, I, that's kind of. Uh, we, I know we we're talking about the Kaepernick thing, but uh, just on the side because of this kind of a question. Right. What do you? Is it possible to have uh, an MVP on a losing team? Oh yeah, well Jeffrey Leonard of the Giants yeah. in the in the NLCS, oh, yeah. nineteen eighty seven. No, but I mean, I know what I know. It's possible because it happens. But yeah. I mean, do you if you're if you're voting? Sure. Yeah. The guy yeah. has an incredible series. I mean, I mean, the guy the guy was just so dominant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, it is a team sport. So it, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I yeah. agree with you. I mean, had, I mean, had, had you know, even in the NBA, had, had the Warriors won that series, won that game seven. I mean, LeBron I, still. I, there's, yeah. there's no, there's, there's, there's no way you can tell me that uh, that LeBron James would have MVP. No, yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, that was an amazing performance of all the great moments in LeBron yeah. James' career. That was easily the best of his career. And you got to give the guy credit. I'm a, you know, covered the Warriors all season long, and you did too, Vernon. Yeah. And I know that we all here in the West Coast felt horrible for the Warriors, but that was just an amazing story. Yeah, and, and fortunately they won the year before, so this one, this wasn't one, did, it wasn't that bad. For it wasn't me. quite as bad. No, yeah, not quite as bad. I mean, it's like when the Giants lost 2002 well, World Series, and I don't think they would. I don't think they would have gone out and traded for uh, Kevin Durant if they had won. You're right, because they would have won twice. That's you don't want you don't want to yeah. break up a winning team anyway. Yeah. Back to the Kaepernick thing. Uh, Edward, you have any? Well, I I was just thinking about uh, the fact of, you know, he's an employee. Right. Right. And, you know, you need to have camaraderie in the locker room and, you know, the whole, throughout the whole system. But we we talked earlier about how the guys, and Vernon mentioned this, that that his teammates supported him. All of them? Not all of them, but I'm saying a, a fair number of them. And. Even though they're not outspoken, I mean, Vernon did. did would they publicly? No, 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 no one, no one, no one went on the radio. No one went for the camera and said, "I don't support him." Well, right. I, no, nobody. And yeah. if you don't support and, him, you're not going to say it. And nobody, and nobody would. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, when you go home to the privacy of you know your family, you you can you know say whatever you want there. But but uh, but but publicly, they were like, "Hey, you know, it's it's it's." In this building, it's, they say, all right, in this building, it's, it's football only, in the meetings, this, uh, and, and, and even the other day, Cap was in the locker room, and he's, he's joking with guys by his locker, and it, so, I mean, it, 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 it appeared as if it was business as usual. i got to ask you this, Vernon. You're, you're getting ready to do, as we speak, uh, do a pregame show. The 49ers are playing at San Diego, which is a military town. And they really support the military down there as, yeah, as well. Big, it's, a, it's a big military night. Like yeah. And 40 servicemen and women. Yeah. To be honored. But today, uh, m- there are so many military veterans who are jobless, homeless, uh, need critical social and medical services. And a lot of them are African-Americans. And I'm wondering, you know, I'm not saying just African-Americans feel badly about the way they're treated after they get out of the service. A lot of servicemen, you see them you know, uh, that have just discarded, and yet we sit there and proudly talk about how we support our servicemen. I don't think we're doing a very good job of taking care of our veterans, and so I'm wondering if it's a little hypocritical, a little disingenuous to sit there and say that Colin Kaepernick is disrespecting the military. No, it has nothing to do with the military, yeah, well, and in fact, it has nothing to do with the country. Well, it has to do the, with police officers the, the whole, only. But, but the whole thing is that, you know, you listen to the national anthem, it talks about Bombs bursting in air, you know, and and war all, and yeah. war yeah. And, and America is built. Our our the way we became a great country was through you know acquisition of lands in in the Philippines, in Cuba, and becoming a great power during World War II. We came out of the Second World War the only nation that was richer because we had the resources 
So I, I just find the whole thing about, you know, oh, the military, uh, you know, we're really supporting the military. And yet, you know, all these, <laughs> these people, there's so many uh, veterans. I know a couple of guys that fought in Vietnam, and they're a mess. Yeah. And, they, you know, they, yeah, they're getting some help, but it's not enough. I think, I think there's been a rise in the military because of the bin Laden, because of ISIS, because of the, this, this, this terrorism that, that, that's throughout the nation, and the fact that we as a country and our servicemen were able to overcome that and in the Obama administration get bin Laden, so to speak. And, and, and I think there was, a, there was a burst of pride. However, I, I think if you go to any Vietnam vet in a war that we did lose, and in a war that we we were pulled into because of the Eisenhower and Kennedy administration, uh, and then handed over to the Johnson administration, yeah. um, I, I there there was no pride coming out of that. And then these servicemen yeah. came back and 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 were treated harshly with no job, with disdain, and uh, and 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 even today I run into vets who fought in Vietnam who, who are still suffering physically and, and, and mentally from that. Yeah, that, that's what really saddens me because, you know, the, the soldier himself doesn't choose which war, right? You know, I mean, he's only so old. I mean, well, World War II, they came back, ticker tape parades and heroes. These guys come back from Vietnam and they're spit on. And it's like, uh, well, listen, you know, they, they were just told you're in the military. This is what you do. Yeah. And most of them, I hate to say this, a lot of guys went over to Vietnam. They didn't even know where Vietnam was and yeah. why we were there. They were just told, hey, there's an opportunity to serve your country. A lot of them are from poor or, you know, yeah. middle class backgrounds where their they, dads they had just, done they it. Completely, they completely underestimated yeah. the North Vietnamese and had no idea what they were doing in, in going into the jungle. And, well, and, and, and the North Vietnamese had that much resolve and that much firepower, and they were able to overcome the U.S. They're, they're fighting on their own country. It's kind of like the Revolutionary War when we were exactly. the underdogs, but we're fighting the British on our own in our own territory in a guerrilla fashion, which is, and again, not to get off on a tangent about this, but I just find it disingenuous when I hear people saying, oh, yeah, I support the military, I support our country, but when you, when you think about how many military veterans are treated shabbily by this country, um, I, I don't. I don't know. It just doesn't make a, a, much sense to me. So, anyway. 1968, the North Vietnamese were ready to talk peace. The war went on for another six years. Yeah, yeah. well, it was. Yeah, it went on for four more years with us, and then eventually they, they you know, got uh, North Vietnamese. It all comes down to the money. Yeah. Follow the money. Yeah, that's true. I hate to say it. You're absolutely right. Well, uh, Vernon, I I really appreciate, and I know Edward does your your thoughts about this. Any other any yeah, other? Actually, can we change something? Yeah, yeah. We got a few minutes. Sure. Um, I want to talk about Tim Tebow for a minute. Okay, good. So, oh sure. There, okay, so there there was something about him playing foreign baseball, but then he hits a four hundred and thirty foot home run. And now, are there are there teams that are interested in the United well, States now? Vernon, didn't Vernon? he have a didn't he have a trial with about twenty seven teams mm-hmm. checking him out? And I think he had five homers and and, and ran Every the base. Every team showed up except yeah. for the A's and the Giants. Is that right? Yep. What's the deal? Is it because he's a strong Christian? You know, I mean, he, he seems like he's got a lot of these players don't seem like they can play as well. I think you know it, what I mean? I'm, I'm, my guess is it's you remember when Michael Jordan took a couple yeah. of years off mm-hmm. of, of uh, NBA and he actually played double A ball. And I think he hit about 220. People don't realize how difficult it is to hit a baseball. You can't just come off of the, you know, out of. He's 28 years old. He's not, he hasn't yeah, but, played. But, but, but Tim Tebow was, was an amazing, unbelievable oh, no high question. school baseball player. Yeah, yeah and, but he ha- um, what I'm saying is he hasn't played the game competitively for, what is it, 12, 10, 12 years. So yeah. to be able to st- – and he's playing – and that's high school ball. We're talking about 
the minor leagues and the major leagues, which is a you know that's a that's a far cry different situation. I don't think it has anything to do with his his. Uh, well, it's not like it's not like he got out of the car yesterday and said, "Hey, you know, no, exactly." Games. Yeah, and yeah. it's not like he's just he's, he's, he, been, he's been working for a good three months at this. Yeah, yeah. It's not like he's just a talented. Uh, Athlete, and then said, "Okay, here, let's just take a baseball." I think they no. should. I think he should be playing in the NFL. Now, the thing is, he's kind of a, a weird, sort of a hybrid player. You know, how many quarterbacks can do what he did? I mean, he pulled out seven games in the final seconds. He doesn't yeah. have a great arm. He's kind of like a poor man, Steve Young. But um, I, you know, I, it amazed me that nobody took a flyer in this guy after you know uh, the two or three well, years. He, well, he, he only wanted to play quarterback. Yeah, that's yeah. right, because they, he, they wanted to play other... wide receiver, and he said no. But, you know, we talk about the the number of quarterbacks that are available in the NFL, and if you're lucky, you've got one decent quarterback and, and a serviceable backup. You would think somebody would want this guy, wouldn't you? Oh. I, yeah, because yeah. I don't think he's high maintenance. Like no. some of these guys are getting trouble. Oh, no, I'm all talking time. about this is three or four years ago. He hasn't played, I think, since two, is it 2012, Vernon, yeah. 2013? Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. you know, you either can or you can't. Yeah. And, and, then, and, and, and every team has tape on you, and every team breaks it down and evaluates. So, so, so if, 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 he can't, if he can't land a job where he can be the, the number three guy carrying a clipboard, then what does that tell you? Yeah. Yeah, something other than. Uh... His talent. Be interesting to get Colin Kaepernick and Tim Tebow together and have them do a point counterpoint, because uh, that, although I think you know something, I, I think Tim Tebow and Colin Kaepernick could probably, probably get, get along. along just, with, yeah, they, they probably get along just fine. I don't think they're polar opposites. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just amazed at how much Cap has fallen. Yeah. The first year when he was he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated, he couldn't do anything yeah. wrong. Golden boy. He 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 made the Packers look bad, but 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 it just goes to show you. When you burst on the scene and nobody has tape on you, they don't know how to evaluate you. They don't know how to scheme. Well, you got to remember uh, too, and, Vernon. He he had a, a terrific team around him. He had Jim Harbaugh as his coach. I mean, you look at you know. Yeah, but Ver- I'm, but, I, but but I'm I'm saying when he was named the starter, nobody had any tape on him. Yeah, that's true. They didn't know what to make well, of how, him. How, outside, outside of garbage time that he played in the preseason, and then all, then all of a sudden he turns it on. Then, then then what happened the next year? Well, everybody caught up. Yeah, it's a cautionary it's, tale. Yeah, you don't want to have too much. Depend on him. Yeah, yeah, a cautionary tale. You don't want to have too much success too early because then the expectations are that much higher. But I haven't seen a pro team in any sport take such a pratfall as the 49ers have. But then if you look at the number of guys that are gone, Patrick Willis, Vernon Davis, Frank Gore, you know, um, Joe Staley, the list goes on, or uh, Justin Smith, the list goes on and on and on. You know, Michael Crabtree. I mean, these were all big name players that were, you know, uh, surrounded surrounding Colin Kaepernick, making him that much better. And you had Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines. I mean, that Jim Harbaugh, for all of his faults, turned Stanford into a national power and turned the 49ers from a mediocre team into a team that almost won the Super Bowl. They were five yards away from winning it. So yeah, um, people forget. Yeah, he had that. He had, he had that team first in goal. Yeah, we don't forget. <laughs> I still remember. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, they couldn't punch it in. Couldn't punch yep. it in, yeah. Well, it couldn't happen to a nicer owner, right, Jed York? <laughs> <laughs> or now you pick on I, the owners? No, I know. I know. He's he's an easy target. He's an easy target. But he's, a, you know, you're born with a silver spoon in your mouth, and people are going to take shots at you. I'm sorry. He actually, has work. Actually, actually, a nice guy to talk to. Oh, I know he is. And he's you a bright. get him away from the cameras and everything? Yeah, no, no. He's a good guy. He He's, he's just, uh, you know, he's an easy target because of what's happening. Into the team, people want to. He's a lightning rod for criticism because people want somebody to blame, and he's convenient. Him and, and the general manager Trent Balky. It's too bad. Hey Vernon, we're, we got to cut to another break, and I know you've got to go on the air here soon. 
on TV. I gotta go prep, man. Gotta go prep. Hey, thanks again for joining us. I appreciate you tossing me the vine to kind of swing on and solve <laughs> all these world's problems. Uh, Vernon, it's always a pleasure, man. I'll catch up with you during the NFL season when we're out at the at the Oakland Coliseum and at, down at Levi Stadium. I look forward to having some conversations with you. See you down the road. All right, buddy. Got it, man. Bye. Vernon Glenn from uh, KPX Television here in the San Francisco. You know, he's been working guy. in the Bay Area for 25 years in television sport. Actually, 27 years Has that now. been that long? Yeah, no. yeah. He's, he's, he came here as a young pup in his late 20s. Now he's in his early 50s. and Doing great. Working his you-know-what off. All right, here's our last trivia question. Baseball. It's another Pittsburgh Pirate one. Oh. In 1975, which Pittsburgh Pirate tied a baseball record by going 7-7? Uh, seven seven you know that one. Yeah. In a nine-inning game. The first email with the correct answer wins a free three-day, two-night stay at the Lighthouse Resort. Email edward at sportsecon101.com. The answer to that question, and don't touch that dial. When we come back, we're going to have some closing comments on Sports Econ 101. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have 5000 10000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. 
Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here for the last time today. Last time today. Just today. Yeah. <laughs> Don't for, scare me. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And Bruce McGowan. All right. So uh, you were itching to answer this yeah. question because you know the answer. Yeah. In 1975, which Pittsburgh Pirate tied a baseball record by going 7-for-7 seven seven in a nine-inning game? That would be Rennie Stennett. It would be Rennie yeah. Stennett. Rennie right. Stennett was a good good player. Not a great player, but he played on that We Are Family team in 79. Then he signed a contract, a huge contract. With the San Francisco Giants, and never really did much with them in the. Uh, late, you know, they had a habit. Of, they had a habit of doing that, signing well, guys. You know, like oh, they have a good season, and they never did. Well, anything. a lot of teams do that. You know, they a guy cashes in on the big years, and uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Smart. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what it's all come down to the money. Yes. Show me the money. Follow the money. Okay, we got a lot of fun thoughts for the day. You're gonna okay. like these. Okay. I don't expect to win enough games to be put on the NCAA probation. I just want enough to warrant an investigation. <laughs> Who said that? Bob Devaney from oh, yeah. Nebraska. Nebraska, great, great coach. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I just Was want he to be investigated. Tongue in cheek, obviously. Of course. Yeah. And after USC lost fifty-one to nothing to Notre Dame, his post-game message to his team was, "All those who need a shower, take them." <laughs> Oh, my God. Who was that? That was John McKay. John McKay. God. <laughs> I like that one. Wait a second. Yeah, that's right. USC lost. Well, he was coaching? Nothing, I guess so. Wow, because they had so many great teams when yeah. he coached. I, I, yeah. I remember when he coached at Tampa Bay, that was... No, that wasn't good. Not good at all. They lost, <laughs> I think, 16 games or 14 yep. games one year. They didn't win a single game. But yeah, that, that yeah. was the first year. Yeah. And Ohio State's Urban Meyer on one of his players, he doesn't, he doesn't know the meaning of the word fear. In fact, I just saw his grades. He doesn't know the meaning of a lot of words. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. You like that? Yeah. And with that, tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective. We're also going to be giving away more free vacations for answering sports trivia questions. And I want to thank my co-host, Bruce McGowan, as always. Always a pleasure. And the audience, thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. So long.